Hello and welcome to Morning Prayer at St. Paul's Lutheran Church in Edison, New Jersey. Today is Thursday and we are beginning the second week of Lent. This is day eight of our 40-day journey through this season. We begin our time of prayer in silence. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. O Lord, open my lips, and my mouth shall proclaim your praise. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. The Son of Righteousness will arise with healing in his wings. O come, let us worship and praise. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before God's presence with thanksgiving and raise a loud shout to the Lord with psalms. For you, Lord, are a great God and a great ruler above all gods. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. In your hands are the caverns of the earth. The heights of the hills are also yours. The sea is yours, for you made it, and your hands have molded the dry land. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Come, let us worship and bow down. Let us kneel before the Lord, our Maker. For the Lord is our God, and we are the people of God's pasture and the sheep of God's hand. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Long ago, God spoke to our ancestors in many and various ways by the prophets. But in these last days, God has spoken to us. By a son. A reading from Romans chapter 4. For the promise that he would inherit the world did not come to Abraham or to his descendants through the law, but through the righteousness of faith. For if it is the adherents of the law who are to be the heirs, faith is null and the promise is void. For the law brings wrath. But where there is no law, neither is there transgression. For this reason, the promise depends on faith, in order that it may rest on grace, so that it may be guaranteed to all his descendants, not only to the adherents of the law, but also to those who share the faith of Abraham, who is the father of all of us. As it is written, I have made you the father of many nations. In the presence of the God in whom he believed, who gives life to the dead and calls into existence the things that do not exist, hoping against hope, he believed that he would become the father of many nations, according to what was said, so shall your descendants be. He did not weaken in faith when he considered his own body, which was already as good as dead, for he was about a hundred years old, and the barrenness of Sarah's womb. No distrust made him waver concerning the promise of God, but he grew strong in his faith as he gave glory to God, being fully convinced that God was able to do what he had promised. Therefore, it was reckoned to him as righteousness. Now the words, it was reckoned to him, were written not for his sake alone, but for ours also. It will be reckoned to us who believe in him who raised Jesus our Lord from the dead, who was handed over for our trespasses and was raised for our justification. Martin Luther once wrote, The law says do this, and it is never done. Faith says believe this, and everything is done already. 
Luther isn't just making this stuff up, however. He is teaching us the heart of what St. Paul is writing to us here, that it was Abraham's trust in God's promise, even when his own body told him otherwise, that is the source of Abraham's righteousness. A righteousness that comes to him as a gift as God reaches out and draws close to Abraham. And more than that, it is by faith that Abraham sees God's promise fulfilled because Abraham does not become the father of a multitude by virtue of his body alone, but by virtue of all of us who, like Abraham, have heard God's word and promise and have come to believe. By virtue of what our Lord Jesus Christ has done for us in his death and his resurrection. Earlier in the week, we heard how God spoke to Abraham and Sarah and promised that they would be the parents of many, whereas St. Paul says here that they would inherit the world. The gift, the grace of God, comes in the form of a promise that draws God close to Abraham and Sarah and their descendants after them. And it is that relationship that comes as God's gift that is by grace, that is received through faith, that binds God to Abraham and Abraham to God and points us to head to the fullness of faith in the coming of Christ, who unites both God and human beings. We often confuse the reward of the promise with the goal of faith. We often think that it's Abraham's faith that brings him a child and, and, and unleashes God's blessing and gives him the land and all that God's promised and, and glorifies him and makes him great as if by, by simply believing, then God rewards him with that, as if the blessing of God's promise were, were really the main point, the results that come from faith. Yet, those blessings are really but an overflow of the grace that follows from a relationship with God that is built on God taking the initiative and in our response to God's love with love and trust and respect. The connection and fellowship with God through faith is God's will for us. And in this relationship, we find that God blesses us, even when our outward circumstances would argue against such faith. What God wants is to be our God. What God wants for us is that we would live as God's beloved creatures bearing God's image, participating in God's sustaining love for all the world, that we would become what we see in Jesus. And that world comes to us by grace through faith in the God who has created us and who has redeemed us and who has made us his own and is conforming us to the image of his Son, Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. Blessed are you, Lord, the God of Israel. You have come to your people and set them free. You have raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of your servant David. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. Through your holy prophets, you promised of old to save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us, to show mercy to our forebears and to remember your holy covenant. This was the oath you swore to our father Abraham, 
to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship you without fear, holy and righteous before you all the days of our life. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. And you, child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare the way, to give God's people the knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us, to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. The Lord be with you. Let us pray. Mighty God of mercy, we thank you for the resurrection dawn, bringing the glory of our risen Lord who makes every day new. Especially we thank you for the sustaining goodness of your creation, for the new creation in Christ and all gifts of healing and forgiveness, for the gifts of relationship with others, for the communion of faith in your church. For who else, for what else are we grateful? Merciful God of might, renew this weary world. Heal the hurts of all of your children and bring about your peace for all in Christ Jesus, the living Lord. Especially we pray for those who govern the nations of the world, for the people in countries ravaged by strife or warfare, for all who work for peace and international harmony, for all who strive to save the earth from carelessness and destruction, for the poor, for the sick, for the hungry, for those in need, and for the Church of Jesus Christ in every land. For who else, for what else, do we pray? We give thanks to you, Heavenly Father, through Jesus Christ, your dear Son, that you have protected us through the night from all harm and danger. We ask that you would also protect us today from sin and all evil, so that our life and our actions may please you. Into your hands we commend ourselves, our bodies, our souls, and all that is ours. Let your holy angels be with us, so that the wicked foe may have no power over us. Amen. Lord, remember us in your kingdom and teach us to pray. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. May the Holy Spirit fill you with new life and abundant joy. And Almighty God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, bless and preserve us. Amen.